This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time now for the Bob Melvin Show, presented by Nest Betting. The three-time manager of the year sits down with Chris Townsend, exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbetting.com today. Here now is Chris Townsend. It's now time for the Bob Melvin Show here on A's Cast, brought to you by Nest Betting. Love where you sleep. Of course, you can go to their locations here in the Bay Area. They're safe. They're clean. Or you go to nestbetting.com. Either way, use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order. We're talking beds, bedding, you name it. Go to nestbetting.com. Bob, congratulations last night. A very special moment as you tied the great Tony La Russa, most wins ever as an Oakland A's manager. As a guy that grew up an A's fan, how did it feel? You know, I, I don't know how it feels. It just feels way too surreal to be even, you know, up there with the likes of a legend like Tony La Russa. It just means that I've dodged a few bullets and, uh, you know, I've been able to, to – to remain here, I think our, our ownership and our front office likes continuity. We do tend to, to churn some players in and out of here. I think they the value, the, the continuity at the top. So I've been pretty lucky. And, yeah, it's, uh, you know, the players reward you with another win last night. So felt good. What do you think, like a win today or a win tomorrow, and, you're, and, and you stand all alone when you're talking about, Hall of Fame managers have been here, just not Tony Larusa, Dick Williams. I mean, you've had some some great managers and Art Howe and some really brilliant minds. When you finally get this next win, will you be able to sit back at some point and pop a pop a bottle of wine and just sit back and enjoy the, this accomplishment? You know what? Maybe so. And I very rarely do stuff like that. So you know, we know this game's all about the players, and and you can't can't discount the fact that our coaching staff here you know every one of these guys ryan and emo and bushy and mike aldretti and marcus jensen and eric martins and mark kotze i mean these guys prepare the guys to go out there and play and that's just as important as anything i do so you know it's 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 an effort uh concerted effort by all here to go out there and, and get ready for a game and expect to win and can't say enough about what the coaches and the players mean to all this so after a win, there is a shot that is taken in the clubhouse uh, by the players and the star of the game, and it's it, 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 there's a little hoop somewhere. Uh, a little birdie told me that last night you took the shot and you made it. Explain how it works and what it was like when you made the shot. Well, it's come a long way. These guys, these guys are nuts. They got, they have stuff going on up there. Like you can't even imagine and probably don't want to get too far into it, but it's, it's last year's hoop. Um, a year before is different than this year. There's more room up there. So it, there is a hoop that is secure up there. Uh, it's really cool to look at. They, they shoot around over the course of the day and 
you know, they give a give a shot or two to some guys after the game. And, you know, my first one here a couple of years ago didn't go so well. And so they let me shoot last night, and I was lucky enough to make it. And, and they get pretty exuberant afterwards. So uh, I just appreciate the opportunity last night. Let's be honest, they went nuts, didn't they? They do. They tend to do that. And, and if you miss, it's just as bad. So, I mean, they, they <laughs> mercilessly boo you when, when anybody misses. And I think they, they enjoy that more than maybe even when somebody makes. I mean, Bob, not only do you have a hoop going on in your clubhouse, you now have a trident in your clubhouse. I mean, can, when you came up in baseball to what we see now, Chris Bassett carrying around a trident, you can't make this stuff up. No, and, you know, it's it's just these guys are really creative, and, you know, you give them some rope to be themselves, and it, it you get rewarded. So, yeah, that trident is is not light. That is probably at least 30 pounds, and I'm just worried about someone getting speared up there at some point in time. But, you know, it's just another dynamic, another thing that they add to the mix that makes for a good time, and, boy, these guys do have a good time up there. And how important is that when you're playing a long season? It's a game of failure. It's just it's brutal at times when things aren't going good. But just to 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 have fun and enjoy the moment. How big is that? And and how big is that to to for you to allow that to happen? No, it's huge. And you know you can say, oh, you know, teams have or have great clubhouse dynamic when you're winning, and you don't when you're losing. But it, it, you know, we were 0-6, and, and these guys were the same up there and pulling for each other and supporting each other. And, you know, that's just not going to change with this group. So there there really is a dynamic to that that just makes you, you know, on paper a team looks like this. But when you have that kind of thing going on, uh, it, it, it allows you to stay away from the lows. It allows you to get too down when you are struggling some because everybody's supporting each other, and it just makes for a great a great dynamic in the clubhouse. And, you know, it's a credit to these guys because they, they have a lot of fun and they find ways, it seems like, each and every day to add to the mix up there. You know, the other night, I, I think we truly saw how these guys aren't robots. They're human beings. Uh, when Chris Bassett completed that game, his first ever complete game shutout, and he's talking to the media, and then when he was talking to NBC California, basically holding back and trying not to break down and cry. I mean, this was just a game in May, right? This was, but but everything that he's been through, and to have a game like that to validate everything that he has done to get back, because once you get cut on, you have no idea what your career is going to be like. Uh, just talk about the raw emotion and how special that was the other night. Yeah, it was. It, it doesn't surprise me. You know, Bass is pretty emotional as it is. He's just such a fiery competitor, so his emotions come to the surface pretty quick, quickly for him no matter what he's doing. And he's been here around here for a while, so I've gotten to know him really well. And, I, you know, I, I felt probably as good as he did, if not better, uh, that this came full circle and he was able to go out there and throw a complete game shutout you don't see too many complete gate shutouts these days, but from where he came from, you know, from trying to being a guy that goes up and down, not having a, a solid role that you can prepare for, you know, going back and forth and fighting yourself, whether you're in the bullpen or whether you're starting. And then all of a sudden when he starts to establish himself, he has to have Tommy John. And now he's got to wait another year to come back and do it all over again. So I totally understood what he was feeling like the other night. 
it was good for, for the fans and everybody to see kind of who he is. And it all came out that night. So that was, that was really a big night for him. I don't think he even realized uh, how he was going to feel after that. And it just, just all came out. So it was really cool to watch. You know, Bob, I believe it's only the second complete game shutout that wasn't a no-hitter, so you are right. I mean, if it's a no-hitter, you got to let a guy go. But the fact that a non-no-hitter complete game shutout, it's almost like trying to find Bigfoot these days. So it was uh, it, it was really nice to see. And, and the thing about him that I'm, I'm starting to notice is – his release point, arm angle, you know, we're so used to him being on top, but now he's kind of coming down a little bit. He can throw his fastball, his breaking balls. I, I, I got to think for hitters, when you got when you got a guy with a different release point with his kind of stuff and, and mixed in now with that slider that seems to just be baffling people, he's kind of evolving in front of our eyes. Without a doubt, and it's made him a different guy. Now, it's tough to – you know, be proficient in throwing strikes and know where it's going all the time. And that's something in his career he's battled with. And now to be able to do it from different arm angles just, just makes you realize how far he's come. So, um, you know, he's all arms and legs coming at you. You pick up the ball late. Uh, now he knows where it's going. He's got, you know, four or five different pitches and now the different arm angles. When he's, when he's got it rolling, like you saw last night, he's going to be a difficult cat to deal with. You know, I've been uh, having fun. You know, I mean, obviously, we we get, we, we got to fill a lot of time here on A's Cast and A's Cast Live. And I've been talking about, you know, if you had one guy to be an all-star, I've been asking people. And, of course, you know, people are going to bring up Ramon Laureano. And then Matt Olson has been brought up. But the guy that I keep thinking about, and you can mention Bassett, too. But the guy that I'm thinking about is just Mark Hanna. I mean... The experiment of leadoff, and he's leading the league in runs, and he's always getting on base. He's hitting a ton. You have the confidence to put him anywhere in the outfield. You know, with Ramon Laureano with a little growing issue, it's like no problem. Put Mark Hanna in center. Uh, just talk about just how valuable this guy is to your roster. You know, it, it, it would be we'd be here a while if we were to go into all the different variables that Marks brings to the table. And, you know, I knew when, when I posed the leadoff question to him and he got back to me the next day, because like Mark does, he digs deep and he does some research. I knew he would excel at it. And, and it's a really difficult thing to do for a guy that's usually been a middle of the order bat that's used to driving in runs and swinging for the fences. And, and that's kind of was his game. And now all of a sudden he's asked to do something completely differently. And he's absolutely excelled at it. I think he's 400 on base. Like you said, leading league and run scored. Not, not too many guys in the game are able to adjust and adapt to a completely different role like that. So you got to really tip your hat to him. And like you said, on top of that, it's any corner, it's center field. You can play first. If you had to stick him over at third, he could do that. You know, he's one of the most valuable players in the league for what he does. Uh, and, and how he's had to work his way into doing this thing. So pretty amazing, pretty amazing to watch. We're lucky. You know, you, you beat Shohei Otani, but I just wanted to get your version of, of what you think about him as an athlete to where you got this guy, he's big, he runs like the wind, he has power for days at the plate, he can get up on the mound when he's normally good, he's throwing around 100 miles an hour. But, I mean, he still can live 93-95 with the most devastating split in Major League Baseball. This skill set, I mean, you've been in this game a long time. 
I mean, you've never seen anybody like this. What is it like to be in the other dugout and just to see this amazing, maybe once in a generational talent? Well, you want to try to enjoy it, but when you're on the other side, it's tough to. And, and you know, he, like you said, he can beat you with his bat. He can beat you with his legs. You know, he, the games he's pitched against us, less one, have been pretty much what you saw last night and finds a way to do things a little bit differently when he's not throwing 100 miles an hour. So you just don't see this. I mean, this is special stuff. So, uh, you know, when, when he takes an at-bat or when he takes the mound, it's must-see TV. And even when you're on the other side, you have to marvel at it. it it's pretty cool. Do you think this could open up for the two-way player? Because what this would do for your roster – it would be huge, and, you know, I talk about it all the time. I played against Mark Kotze in college. Mark Kotze was arguably the greatest college player of all time. I mean, he hit over 400 playing center field, and then he'd come in and blow you away as the closer throwing 96-97. I mean, Kotze might have been able to do it. Do you think this will open up for Major League Baseball to allow front offices to say, hey, maybe this guy can play both? Uh, you know what? I don't know. I, I've never seen anybody able to do it. And you, there have been a lot of guys. You know, Jared Walsh over there was another guy, too. Rick Ankiel. You know, there are a lot of guys that have tried to do it, but no one's been able to in the fashion that he has. So until somebody comes along and is able to prove it like he has, I have a tough time believing anybody can really do that. Bob Melvin could have been a catcher-pitcher. Yeah, but I couldn't hit, so there's, there's a little problem in between there. <laughs> All right, Skip, I can't wait till you win that next game, and, and I know you're going to downplay it because you're a very humble man, but I think it's a really big deal. I think it's a big deal that uh, ever since – I've been talking about it on the postgame show – ever since you came here to Oakland – uh, you changed all our lives. I mean, you, you, the, with all the winning and the professionalism and what you've done for this organization, it means a lot to all of us. So w you may downplay it, but for all of us, it's going to be a really big deal when you win the next game and you're the all-time winning manager in Oakland A's history. Well, I appreciate that and right back at you and to all the fans here. And it's changed my life, too. I mean, being here has just been completely different from anything I've ever done in baseball before and, and really lucky to be here. So uh, greatly appreciated. We'll talk to you next week. You got it. That's the Bob Melvin Show right here on A's Cast, brought to you by NestBedding.com. You can go to their stores in the Bay Area, or you can go online, NestBedding.com. Use the coupon code Oakland to get 10% off your entire order. Love where you sleep, the same mattress Ricky Henderson sleeps on. That's NestBedding and NestBedding.com. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazon's 
into the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team.